Welcome to the Tailored Training Podcast. Fitness and nutrition tips to help you feel like a 10 out of 10. Do you like this German girl's accent? I got her from a freelancer website because I can't do the intro myself. Now here's your host, Richard Taylor. Gordon, I'm going to start recording now. Uh, and I'm just going to... syncing with my vo voice and it's all syncing fine. Yeah. Alright. Looks good, dude. Um, yeah, so uh, rugby this weekend. What's going on? It's funny, I, like I'm talking to you today and then I didn't even realise. I was like, oh, shit, there's a game on tomorrow. What am I going to... Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it. we were just down at the... Um, I was just down at the pub yeah. getting it set up because we've got... Um, Got a new TV outside because it's starting oh, to warm up. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and there's heaps of day like AFL Grand Final Day is always one of the biggest days at yeah. the pub. Yeah. Now because we're like on the water. At, oh yeah, you've been to the pub, so mm. we, it's our like you need quite a difference. Yes, the dock. Give it a plug. The dock there, at Kingston. More sure than Canberra. Yeah, and so like our unique yeah kind of difference is being on the water. Like that's you don't get that in Canberra. Yeah. Want to um mate really you. Your place fills itself. It's fucking always pumping. Well, we just want to make sure the beer garden, like people can be out in the beer garden and watch sport yeah. during the day because we've got projectors. Yeah. You can't really see them during the day. So we had to put a big – we put a big new TV out there. Uh, the yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. So we um, – yeah, we've just been rearranging it and getting it ready, especially with yeah, Wallabies and Canberra's AFL team's GWS. So yeah. They're in the preliminary final. And – um, obviously, Raiders are hosting a preliminary final next weekend, and then if they win that, it's Canberra's just – it's a bit, bit almost too much sport on at the moment. Right. But it's the pub, bloody good. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I had a, one of my clients, actually, she's she's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to Canberra to meet my, my boyfriend this weekend. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you should you should take him to the dock at um, – at um at Kingston, find out where where he's staying. She's like, oh yeah, he stays at he lives at Kingston. He lives right on the water at Kingston. I'm like, ah oh, well, go to the buddy dock then and have lunch. Yeah, nice, have a good time. Yeah, have a very good time. Yeah. Um. So what's go uh, What's going on with you? What are you up to at the moment? Uh, I'm still plugging away, trying to get everything ready for launch. Yeah. So we had to um. Part of the code, or my uncle, he finally, we, we couldn't get the Flutter version, which was going to be iPhone and Android. Yeah. We've had to scrap it, and we're just launching, mm. um, and uh, sorry, iPhone only. Mm. So we had to sort of start again. So we're the same back end, but we're, it's put us back a few months. We won't right. be ready for four months yet. Yeah. Um, and it will only be iPhone only when we launch. We've still got the prototype that yeah. I use, my friends down here use. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, just getting through that. Okay. And then obviously I'll do a bit more at the pub. Or Peter's on holiday now. He's gone to Tahiti for a couple of weeks for his wife's birthday. And then so I'll just be plugging away at the pub uh, until then. What do you so what's what takes most of your time? It's developing this, um, working at the pub, being a dad, all that shit. Is that most yeah. of what you do? Yeah, yeah pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. So weekends is the pub. Uh, yeah. Run, like do park run and. Uh, but during the week, yeah, it's like researching, malnutrition, uh, learning. I'm trying to do learning a little bit. Like I feel like I've, I understand and we've got the product and the design exactly how we need it to yeah. launch. Like yeah. We don't need to spend more time on that. So I'm doing a lot more trying to learn right. 
the tech side and so yeah. learned the code we went back to, which is what Peter's really good at, and learned the back end sort of Firebase is the infrastructure we're using, Google Firebase. Yeah. Um, we're using Firestore, which is an element of Firebase, and just been doing a lot, just a ton of research on that. Right. You know, just get my head around uh, all the, you know, just all the obstacles, and the, then what are the technical um, opportunities and features we can integrate into yeah, the product down the yeah, tracks. Yeah, totally. Um, mm. No, because we had um, so after our first chat and when when we caught up and stuff, I um, I had a real good think about like the things I could do to like clarify what a good diet is or a good program is for my clients because I always had this like this kind of like almost romantic idea that dieting should be not about like the food you eat uh, sorry like uh, meal plans and being strict and weighing food and all that it uh, it was for me it was more about like the decisions the making better decisions um and um uh moving yourself away from like good foods and bad foods and this number is better this uh eating this much is better than eating that much and eating at that this time of the day was better at e- better than eating that at that time of the day um yeah, and we've discussed and like, that uh, yeah and we so it's a lot of our thing comes back down to the terminology so yeah. it's like you were saying like the, the diet should be this or whatever, mm. like and what the best diet is and how does that look. And yeah, you really the best diet for someone, like, so when you say you're going on a diet, what does what do you think that means? Like, I'm going on a diet, what yeah. does it really mean? Because you are always on a diet, like, yeah. your diet is just what <laughs> yeah. you eat, yeah, you're not going on one, like, yeah, you, you are always on one, uh, like, yeah, you only, and you only have one, yeah. That is what you eat. So yeah. just got to yeah, really understand why. So both people say I'm going on a cut out. Oh, yeah, you back. Yeah. What I mean is I've got changes mm. to my eating habits to try and achieve this mm. health mm. outcome, whether it's lose weight or put mm. on muscle mass, whatever it is. Yeah. So that's what they really mean. And, and then when you think about what's the best one, mm. Whatever the goal should be, it should be something that's sustainable mm. and it's a little bit better than what you're currently doing now. Mm. Yeah, and then agreed. Once you, reach that, you then reassess and then you go, what's okay? Yep, I've re- I've, I've now ch- changed my sustainable diet. Mm. It's a little better than how I was eating a month ago, mm. and I'm a habit, and now it's easy. So mm. now, what's the next step? What's mm. how do I? A little bit better again, and once you reach there, you then set your your target a little bit higher again, and then mm. gradually over time, you've kept you've just been making all these little changes, and then you you what you eat is just completely completely different yeah. to what you're eating a year ago, and yeah, just becomes easy to sustain whatever health outcome you're getting, whether it is losing weight or putting on muscle mass, mm. it becomes permanent and becomes sort of a way of life. Yeah, hundred percent. So um, uh, after you know, after chatting to you, we've 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 said the same thing. Like we come to, always come to the same conclusion. We're pretty much like aligned on it. Um, and I I thought I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It might be that we're both idiots. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. we we just we just agree with each other. Yeah, we're not helping anyone. Yeah. We're just reinforcing our own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
so and you know like so one uh, tracking your food is tracking your food to create awareness was the was the one thing that I took away that I was like all right this is this is good this 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 makes sense as at least a phase of the changing the like the the big long process of changing the way you eat um so I started to like put together a little program um which one focused on uh the goal of creating awareness uh, around the choices you make um, by tracking your food or diarizing your food. Um, and then two, um, uh, two as a lower priority um, uh, thing that you want to achieve to control the amount of food you eat to a certain extent, but the controlling the amount of food you eat was much less of a priority than actually diarising to create awareness around tracking your food. Yep. So I put together a little challenge where, I, and we're halfway, we're we're uh, we're about to, yeah, we're halfway through it now. It's a four week challenge. We're week two. All the all I'm getting everyone to do is to religiously enter. The food they put, uh, everything they, all food and liquid in to MyFitnessPal so that they won this because there's two groups of people there's there's the people who will benefit from the fact that they're creating awareness around the uh, around um the food they're eating and two the people who know what they're eating but are making bad decisions anyway who just need to kind of reel it in and say hey i've eaten enough food now i can't have this because i'm if i eat this yeah, i'm going to be eating too to much create accountability yeah they're trying yeah, to make yeah. themselves accountable and that's exactly what yeah. happened with me when i I was formed the habit of tracking. Instead of having four Mars bars, yeah. I would have I'd have one, I'd log it and I'd go, Okay, that's enough. And it just yeah. helped me put the brakes yeah. on binge eating massively. Yeah. yeah. Um so we have we're halfway through a little challenge. We're eating food and we're entering all our stuff into my fitness pal, and it's um so, so there's there's a couple of the really interesting thing is there's a couple of things that have happened. Uh, the first the and we can kind of divide them into like three different groups of people. Um, group one is the people who for the first time have created awareness around their food choices and are thriving with the understanding the impacts of the food they're putting into their body and they're quite easily making changes because the third and the fourth Mars bar they didn't need and they have no problem putting it down when they're instructed or somewhat guided not to. There's the there's a group who are struggling a little bit. They're kind of they're a little bit hungry, and they're um they're but you know what they're they're doing it five days a week and they're getting some they're getting results somewhat. But it's not as it's not that as cruisy as possibly they would have hoped. Um, it's still a little bit of a slog. And then there's a third group of people who who were overwhelmed by the fact that they had to track everything and they've fallen off track for, for whatever reason. Um, and, and as you, as we've both discussed that, uh, getting people to track their food is if we're talking about the food tracking game, getting people to do it is the hardest thing. 
And I take personal responsibility for the fact that they haven't tracked their phone. There's something I don't, I, sorry, I, I'll, I'll correct that. I don't take personal responsibility, but the fact that they haven't, all the reasons that they haven't tracked their food, there's an opportunity for me to understand why they didn't, why they fell off track and improve the processes somehow. Yep. I, I, I think it just really it comes in one or two things. Like yeah. really one thing, the people in the second and third group, mm. is they just don't think or believe that it's worth the time and worth the effort. That's yep. really what it comes down to. Yep. So some people will go in with an open mind mm. and they'll give it a go, and it generally takes a week or two, a couple of weeks, to start going, oh, shit, you start actually seeing the results. Yeah. Because um, you can't tell people things in life. You've got to show them. And mm. some people will go in with an open mind yeah. and just give it a go. But if people are starting with them, they're already like, oh, I've got to do this, mm. and oh, this is too hard. They want, I think it's kind of like meditating or mm. um, just <laughs> we, they used to make us do it when we were younger as, as footballers. Yeah. Uh, first part of my career when it sort of started becoming a, a buzz, well, not it was a bit of a buzzword. That's how I interpret it. And I was like, oh, they're making us meditate. Yeah, us yeah meditate. I remember. Back and I go, oh, this is Meditation, shit. yeah. Yeah, it wasn't working because I wasn't going in with an open mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then as I've gotten older and we did it a bit more towards the back end of the career, I loved it. And I got so <laughs> much <laughs> Mate, we were we were remember we were meditating. We were well, we were supposed to be meditating in year nine in RE class. Do you remember that? I didn't nah. even. You know, nah. someone's whose class was it? He'd like I forgot. It was a uh, religious education, and um, there was a, one of the teachers had he didn't have any control over us, and he'd get us to lie down, and we'd like lie down on the ground <laughs> and like meditate. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I, and people would like crawl around <laughs> like the set, like between the desks. Yeah, I, I think I remember is in the um, near where the computer labs. Yeah, first yeah, were, yeah. In our, uh, somewhere they're not far from the Angus lockers or something. Yeah. It was like. I do remember lying around and pretending to be asleep. <laughs> but even just in my professional rugby career, they yeah. started to get us meditating and learning to calm our mind and all yeah. that. Yeah. If I went into it with a very with a closed mind, thought, oh, this is a waste of time. Well, I got nothing out of it. So yeah, 100%. I'd be interested if the people who are in the third group, whether if that, if you had a chat to them and whether they were being truly honest. Yeah. I think they would. They'd be just. They're just so skeptical. They would. And I don't think they're narrow minded. I just think they'd be so skeptical because in the weight loss industry, yeah, people have been told for decades, have this tablet to lose weight. Do this to yeah. lose weight. Do yeah. that. And they've constantly. And maybe they've just. They're just so skeptical, and they think everyone's a bullshit artist. Yeah. So when you go, it's as simple as if you go. Oh, it's just as simple as tracking your nutrition. They mm. go. Well, it can't be. I've mm. tried all this stuff before. Yeah. It hasn't worked. Why are you any different? So mm. maybe they're not skeptical, but they're probably logical. Like mm. maybe it's just how the, their logic. So they do it out of politeness because yeah. you personal trainer ask them mm. to. But they never they never open minded, they never give it a fair go. So and that's totally understandable. So it's up to really the first group. Mm to like all the people that then lose weight mm. and then, this is awesome like, yeah and that's for me i go tracking my nutrition has given me total control over my over my um over my weight my eating habits like i have total control now I can yeah 
whenever I want and I know how to get back on the wagon. And yeah. um, if I don't have any, if I don't want to run for the week, I know exactly, you know, I just got total control mm. over my, which I never had. So I guess it's up to those people in the first group and the results they will get mm. over the coming months as they keep at it and they keep making progress towards their goal. Mm. Once the group three realise, oh, we haven't lost any weight or we're still the same, but hang on, group one that tracked, they're all hitting the that will go a long way to um, that third group. Mm. And se- second group, some people just get, get technology quicker than others. And so some people um, might find using apps on their phone easier than other people. You know, some people yeah. just, just get it quicker and, and, and learn the UI and how to use the buttons and yeah. learn how the whole system works. Yeah. So the people that just naturally a bit more technical inclined they'll get the hang of it quicker and they'll get results quicker and they'll see the purpose of doing it quicker than maybe some people in the second group aren't just – maybe they're on their phones all the time with work and they just don't want to be on their phone. You know, they know they should be doing it, but they just – it might be something just technical. They're just – it's just taking them longer to get there. But yeah. I think as, as you've got group one, the people getting great results, the more results they get, um, it creates like I think in they talk a lot about in human nature. There's a psychological principle called social proof. Mm. Um, so the be- best way to explain it is you come down to the foreshore, the, the, the Kingston foreshore, and there, let's say there's ten restaurants, right, or pubs. Mm. They're all nine of them are empty, but one is busy. Which one are you going to go to? Mm. Yeah. Which one? Which one are you going to go to? This is a question. Yeah. Oh. The the empty one because there's more seats. No, the full yeah, one because hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you'll go to the because there's a line. One. I don't want to go to the busy one. Well, let's say there's a few busy ones and then there's two busy ones and eight. No, empty of course ones. I know, of course. Yeah, you go to the one that's full because it's yeah. Because other you go, it must be good because everyone else is going. Yeah, and so we we naturally as humans, I think we like look to each other. For like, you know, answers, yeah, and you know, yeah. if a, you ask your friend, "Is that movie good?" before you go, or you ask, we ask each other's opinions, yeah, because we sort of trust each other and, and that word of mouth. Mm. So, like you, of course, you as a personal trainer, you're going to say tracking and nutrition is good. Yeah. Of course, I'll say my the nutrition Alfred the the app I'm working on. Of course, I'm going to say it's good because mm. it's mine. So yeah. But, um, it's going to be really the users and the people getting results. Yeah, telling everyone else about it. That's how those these sort of things grow. And I think that's you know, to be that first group. The results they get, I think you'll see over time they might start winning over, um, getting more of the second group into the first group and mm. then drag and and converting a few of the skepticals the skeptics in the third group. Yeah, I agree. I think that's where what'll happen. Yeah, and what what so what things do you reckon can make uh, it easier for people to yep. get get their you know stick to it and and implement? Two, well, two things here. So yeah. two things. Sorry. So two things. One is don't you don't need to be perfect. Mm. Right. So if you just do it two days a week, is better than doing it no days a week. Mm. So. 
even in that second group, they're doing five days a week. That's great because that's better than none at all, isn't it? So mm-hmm. removing uh, the expectation when they start, I know it's great to set a challenge and let's try and do it every day for a month, but that's probably working for the first group really mm-hmm. well, but maybe for the second, third group, removing the expectation of when they start and sort of what's the hurdle that they get over where they feel like they've been a success. So if it is only the challenge, just do it two days a week and yeah. notice the differences on the day that you do it versus the days you don't. Yeah. And see, and, and people can learn in a day or two whether they eat too much. Mm. It doesn't take that long um, to figure that out. And that's, yeah, we keep tying it straight back to um, like tracking your money. Like until mm. you track it and look at your credit card bill or whatever and look at how much you've spent, no one walks around remembering every dollar they spend. We need a tool or a system that collects it all and shows us. Yeah. Um, so it is hard to know how much you've eaten unless you're tracking. And then so the one is lowering the – to make it easier, I think it's lowering the bar mm. for what would be deemed a good result. So mm. two days a week is better than none or even one day a week is better than none or even just do five days a week but only track your breakfast lunches or maybe just track your dinners or something like it doesn't need to be every meal of every day to get sort of get them to get momentum going and to get people after they get two days a week they might get the hang of it and then the next week they might do three days yeah the next week they might do four and then the next week they might have off they might not do it at all, but then the next week they get back at three days a week the next week or whatever. The the, the point is not giving up uh, and just lowering the bar. And then the other one is not getting – it's sort of the same point. It's not being perfect. So when you're searching for rice, for example, not scrolling through all the rices and wasting time trying to go, oh, which one is it? Just pick fucking the first one, just yeah. grab rice. Doesn't matter if it's wrong. Yeah. Awareness. Um, and these are all sort of designs that we're designing into Alfred and how Alfred will work. But yeah. not trying to be perfect. So, yeah, trying to scroll through to find the exact right ingredient and then also like trying to weigh your food. Just learn to estimate. Mm, yeah. And just, yeah, there's no 100%. such thing as perfection. And you'll just, you'll just die or burn energy and time trying to get the results perfect. Yeah. Just yeah, just get something in. Near enough is good enough. Yeah, I've 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 definitely encountered those exact scenarios. So so one is it happened to me last night. Uh, I was just talking to a girl about how she was going with her with her tracking because she was part of she she committed to tracking her food and she's like, oh, it's not for me. And that's a kind of disarming. That's a a, a disarming response because I can't say, well, I think it is for you because it's just she's just obviously bowed out and, and I'm like so what was the what was what uh what was the reason that made you uh give up and she's like oh well you know we went out for dinner one night and uh we had I had like pumpkin and feta salad and I didn't know what to put I was like what do I what do I what do I even do there I'm like just write pumpkin feta salad who cares and move on and she's like, oh, okay, fine. So, it's uh, it's one of those one of those things. Yeah, and she, I could, she wants it to be perfect, and yeah. if she can't be perfect, she, she just won't try it all. Ah, uh, yeah. That, that's that's the 
and it, I think this is something that's not just in this issue, not a, not in nutrition tracking, but in life in general. And I yeah. think perfectionism is crippling yeah. society because yeah. people won't try anything or do anything unless they think they can get it perfect. Yeah. So we just don't do anything at all. And so you just like, yeah, it's then it, there's a lot of people I've noticed unless they can get it perfect, yeah, they just, they just don't even try. So, yeah. and, and that's I think a really crippling mindset to be in. Um, yeah, because it just it just robs robs people of learning things, and you won't get it perfect first time, but over time and. The first, you, she might eventually get it perfect, and she might know, but it's it's going to take time of tracking and developing the skill of tracking. Mm. Uh, but people just, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's like out of laziness or anything. I think it's it's dealing with this internal perfectionism, yeah, perfectionist uh, streak that people have. A hundred percent. That perfectionism seems to be like at, at first glance, it's like this concept of perfectionism is is revered. It's like, oh, this person cares so much, but it's it's actually crippling, and it's not perfectionisms can be pathological because it can if you're obsessed with because perfectionisms are, are possibly about what people perceive the the result of something you do doesn't exist in any any anything there's no such thing as perfect. yeah and you keep you you, you keep going you never find yeah. it well um, you know, i know one and i know he hopefully he'll never watch this but i got a mate who's a bit of a perfectionist and he's yeah. looking for perfect woman and no wonder he's still single you know yeah. i think like, there's a lot of women also looking for the perfect guy i'm like sorry girls no there's no such thing as perfect guy like hell no there's and there's no such thing as a perfect woman either and the yeah. people that are thinking there's this perfect person out mm. there gonna mm. be in for a shock because yeah. no one's perfect mm. um and it's this and i and i said a lot not just with well, well nutrition's one area and dating's another but even just with exercise in general like trying to get a lot of my friends to come running and come park running and just to move more. You don't need to go run a marathon or run this unbelievable time to get that hit of endorphins. That yeah. you Walk a bit. Walk a bit of the run. That's fine. Exactly. Don't yeah. have to run the whole thing, but they, mm. have, they, they put this expectation on themselves. <laughs> they've got to push it to the limit. And yeah. they've, got to, they've got to keep up with bloody the fastest people on the planet. And yeah. Yeah. Be better about yourself. You just need to do a little bit more movement than you currently do, and mm. twenty minutes is enough of like gentle jogging or light or some gym work or whatever, and you'll whatever get that it is. Even, you'll get that hit of endorphins, and you'll start feeling better about yourself. Mm. But people and they use it, and then maybe they do use it as an excuse. But like for going to the gym, I mean, you don't need to go to the gym if you don't feel like going to the gym. Don't go, go for a walk around the block or. Go to the beach with a friend and go for a swim, or yeah, just the. So I think why we exercise, or why I exercise, is just to feel better about myself like mm. mentally. Don't, mm. That that's why I do it, and I know to feel better about myself, I only need to yeah jog for twenty minutes, or yeah. I don't have to do very much, and so I don't set the bar high. Um, and if you flog yourself, you end up burning yourself out, and you don't enjoy it. Mm. it just. Yeah, I really try and lower the bar for myself in everything in life and try and make it easy for me to achieve that goal. Yeah. 
then and then once I'm sort of got to that level, I'll then move the bar up a bit higher, and then I'll try and get over that, and then gradually I sort of build up and to where I'm doing, you know, running good times, or I've lost heaps of weight, or I'm doing better about anything. But that perfectionism really kills people from even starting or, or trying, or they'll just quit at first first time. Yeah. Peers, they just go, nah, it's all a bit too hard, and they just quit. So, because obviously you've performed at the the top level, um, is this is this the way you structure your training? Is this come from your experience, like at the top level? Is this where, like, how do you do you apply this to your rugby pursuits or other skills like that? Our coaches never once said you have to go out and play perfect. Mm. Never said it. Never once. They said you have to go out and play your best. Yeah. They never said you had to play perfect. Mm. Uh, and that's, uh, yeah, and then so as, as a lead, at, like, I mean, Nike and, you know, they got this just do it. Well, I think that's a great slogan, but mm. everyone thinks um, it's all about, um, but yes, elite athletes get paid and they getting paid and you're fortunate enough to train bloody hard and then because then you know you get paid to do it and then you have time to recover but if you're just the average person that just wants to get a bit fitter um people are looking to elite athletes uh as sort of a guiding example for training and i think it's so yeah okay never you yeah they're trying to train like elite athletes but they're not they mm. don't they got to work. They don't have time to spend recovering and trying to get better. And so, um, yeah, really trying to. It, it took me a little bit of getting used to when I retired, around like going to the gym. Um, and one of my mates who retired recently, who we go to the gym with, and yeah. after two minutes, I was like, we're like, oh, let's go get a coffee. You know, meh. We said mm. we'd done a bit of guns and we'd done some shoulders, and we're like, all right, let's go get a coffee. And my mate's like, no, 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 we got to. We've come to the gym. We've got to go for an hour. <laughs> okay. Why do we have to go for an hour? Yeah. Anymore. We're just we're just people that just come to the gym to just do a bit of movement and feel better about ourselves. And as soon as I feel like I've done enough, I piss off. I don't, I don't want going to the gym to ever to become a chore. So if I don't feel like doing it, I don't do it. But... Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't place any expectation or burden on myself to go to the gym. I only go to the gym when I want to. Yeah. Uh, but I want to go to the gym most times because I know I'll feel better after going. Right. Does that make sense? Like, uh, yeah. So let's. Um, you're you you you've. You you enjoy the process of going to the gym. Um, you don't. You never let it get to a point where you don't enjoy it where well, you, you 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 can be you can you can train till it's uncomfortable because that's also enjoyable at the same time because you probably sometimes, enjoy discomfort um, sometimes like once a week i do like getting uncomfortable and pushing myself to it like and i do it at park run a lot like yeah. once a month really like have a go and try and yeah. smash my pp but it's only if i feel like i've got the yeah. energy and i yeah. feel up to it. yeah um, i think yeah and, and the but that happens when I've been sleeping well and I've been getting good nutrition. and mm. So I don't ever focus on trying to make myself train hard. I focus on my sleep and my nutrition Yeah. because as a result of that, I'll have energy and then I will feel like going to the gym. Yeah. I think people 
just focus on going to the gym. Uh, but you need energy to go to the gym. So, but where mm. do we get energy from? Well, we get it from recovering, which is sleeping, mm. sleep, charging the batteries, and mm. then obviously the number one source of energy is our nutrition. Mm. So if people can, and this is what our, the best trainer I had, and he's currently with the Wallabies, taking them to the World Cup, and he was with England and the Melbourne Storm. Mm. Never got us to focus on trying to train hard and training. He always got us focusing on our sleeping, our eating, and our flexibility, when he was another big one of his. Yeah. Um, eating and recovery were the two main things he just always harped onto us, always on our case about it. And he said, if you get your eating and your sleeping right, you'll have the energy to train, and training will just take care of itself. You'll mm. be in the you'll be excited to train and you'll train well and you'll love it. But mm. focus and spend mental effort and time on getting good sleeping patterns and understanding what you need to have a good night's sleep and obviously nutrition. Like 100%. That, 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 that's how we get energy. And then like avoid other things like avoiding negative people that take away our energy mm. or doing things that drain energy like, um, you know, as much as I do enjoy it every now and then, blowing my head off on a big night on the piss, mm. it wrecks me for like three or four days. Mm. Have energy, and I've yeah. like um, so being you know caught in negative toxic relationships and just being around negative people that drains your energy. You mm. want to focus on doing things that give you energy, and and the uh, the right amount of exercise gives you energy. That's mm. sort of of a paradox like some people think exercising drains your energy and it does if you go bloody hard but yeah. if you just do a little bit yeah like just going for a half hour walk or 20 minute weight session mm. you actually feel awesome after it and, yeah uh, and then it gives you more energy and then you know you want to go and do more things and and then i think there's a ton of mental health benefits with that where you know you, you start seeing the glass half full rather than half empty and you become a little bit more uh, optimistic about the world because you're getting that hit of endorphins that the exercise gives you so yeah 100% um yeah so yeah I guess um you're talking about like minute so the minimum effective volume of training so like the minimum amount of ex movement exercise whatever you want to call it required to get you closer to your improve your outcomes whatever they may be and then yeah. there's a there's a maximum as well so you want to work somewhere between there absolutely absolutely and it's sort of what the um, what the, the goal is and the whole point of going so i think if people are going i could just use blokes for example they're going mm. to the gym because they want to look like chris hemsworth mm. like you're gonna to have to do a lot of training guys yeah like you're gonna to have to be full you have to quit your job Trainers, you're going to have to have doctors. massage therapists, physio on exactly. weekly so visits. Guys, some guys do go to the gym. They're trying to copy Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah, burnout. You can't do it unless you are unless you are Chris Hemsworth. You are not going to be. You may be able to do it for a week. Yeah, maybe a month or two if you're, you're just busting your boiler, but you'll burn out. And the same, I see women trying to copy Kaylee Itzinus. Mm. I'm like. You try, like unless you're Kaylee Itzinus and you've got all the t if you've got a job and you've got kids I know she's just had a kid but just had a kid um, yeah they're, they're setting this bar mm. so high 
and people are trying to follow them because they want to look like them, but they're never going to get there. Mm. They're going to, oh, they're there. Yeah. And then they're going to worse about themselves. So, yeah. Get there, but you've got it's going to take years and it'll take time. And so, when you're first getting going into exercising, it's exactly what you said what is the minimum amount of exercise when you mm. go to do it, whether it's the gym or for a walk or for a run? What's the minimum amount that when you finish, you sort of take a second and you go, I feel good about myself? Yeah, and if and so, again, it's an awareness. Mm. People, most of them, when they do exercise, they, they go so bloody hard and they finish, all they think is, oh, I'm fucked, I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I feel wrecked. Whereas, yeah, doing that minimum to feel, to get the endorphins and then, um, and then yeah, and that helps, I think, repeat the cycle and get you back more often and then gradually over time you get better, you get fitter, you get stronger and who knows? Who knows where your physique or your strength or your speed or your fitness is in a year's yeah. time. But yeah. perfectionism will never let anyone get, get there. They'll quit. Yeah. They'll quit way too early. Mm, agreed. <laughs> cool. Uh, where, where are you at with your app? What's yeah, happening? So a, Let's talk yeah, about so your app. Give me, give me an update. Yeah, so we got a bit of a delay, and yeah. it'll be iPhone only when we launch. So yeah. last year, Google released a code called Flutter, where if you write it once, it'll work for iPhones and Androids. Yeah, and obviously we're a pretty small team, and we thought, all right, well if we rebuild, rebuild it using this code, we'll have two versions to launch. Um, but it was a new code and something, um, yeah, we a code we didn't know, uh, Peter Monk, we didn't know. So we were cracking on with that and making a little bit of progress, but we had to sort of um, admit defeat. Mm. Uh, we've gone back to just writing it on um, using Swift, which is the, the code for writing iPhone apps, uh, and, but we're using Google servers this time. So that's sort of the um, advancement on the prototype that's working at the moment. So... We've had a big setback, but yeah. yes, on track. It'll be iPhone only launch most likely early next year, mm. uh, and then Android version will follow once we get that up and running. And so. and what's so? What's the um, for the app? What's the uh, benefit of using this app? Who's it for? What are we? Who who's using it? Just for the people who haven't listened. Yeah, so just trying to. Try to make track your nutrition as easy as possible. That's really okay. yeah. and I used to use fitness I used fitness power, loved it, but totally I totally understand why people find it too hard to use. So mm. uh, taking the, the two years I used my fitness power, I was like, Oh, just thinking of improvements, you know, oh it could be easier if it was done this way and it could be better this way, but obviously I don't own my fitness pal and I can't make any changes. So taking all those ideas I've had and started, yeah, obviously building my own. Uh, and there's one feature I think people will like. So the example you said about the spinach and feta tart, mm. all she has to do is just take a photo of it and send it through to us and we'll do it all for her. Yeah. So we search, we could find something similar, we can estimate the portion size and then it will and then we'll do the search and do the, the data entry, the, yeah. the data input uh, for her. So we built that ability into it. And then there's a heap of other stuff. Um, you'll never have to weigh your food. We've built, you know, all these um, helping people estimate portion sizes. And uh, I think 
internet speeds on phones are now good enough to a point where you know you can't have images a lot of images in these apps whereas my fitness pal that there's there are no images it's just text mm. uh, and a lot of that was because fitness pal is a very old app and you know data you, you people's data plans would you know, you, you know what were old data plans you have like you know maybe a gig a month or something was your data plan so yeah. Um, you know, apps couldn't chew up much data, um, you know, download data, whereas I think now, yeah, internet speeds and people have got can, you know, they can um, have more data being downloaded. Uh, I think, yeah, mm. I think we're lucky with what we're trying to design now is technically possible uh, and it's really exciting. So we just got to just got to get it finished. So, um, but, yeah. If everyone, yeah, look forward to hopefully people using it uh, when it's ready. But, um, again, I set the bar really low. I mean, obviously, who wouldn't love to have, you know, millions and billions of people using it? But my goals of it is obviously I know I'll use it because I still – I've used our prototype for two years now every day. So mm. um, it's sort of – my only really goal is to get my dad to use it. Mm. That's if I so build good. it. Yeah. If I can, I'm just designing everything that my dad – and if I can help my dad and my friends and family all lose weight, mm. but even though that just my dad, if I can, I'm designing everything so even dad who doesn't like being on his phone much knows nothing about nutrition. Mm. Everything he's sort of the person I'm designing it for, other than myself. What mm. um, well, I know, I'm going to track my nutrition for the rest of my life because I do believe it's the best habit I have. Yeah. So. It's like, why don't I make my own and make it so simple and easy that it only takes seconds a day rather than minutes? Mm. Because I'm going to keep doing it for the rest of my life, so it might save me a bit of time if I make one that's even <laughs> easier to use in fitness power. So that was sort of my thinking around that. So, yeah, that's cool. Um, and I just figure hopefully if it works for me and my dad, it's going to work for other people. So, um, But the, first, the prototype works enough. Uh, my friends all got used it and liked it better than my fitness pal mm. and got much better results than they all they all lasted longer than they used fitness pal um, so we've just got to yeah just got to get it finished get rid of all the bugs and um, yeah very excited but it's been a long it's been a long three years since we started out on this journey so mm. a few more months few more months yet well uh, I've you know, I, I was waiting for to get access to your app before I did this challenge myself. But I'm like, oh, it came to spring. I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna run one. I'm sure you're not gonna be like uh, uh, annoyed that I ran with another app because you you understand that Fitness Pal is good as well. But yeah, and, I know, as, and it's my goal is not to get everyone to use mine. I want mm, everyone to track their nutrition. Yeah. If, and and people just to everyone to start tracking their nutrition in general. If you want to use another one, that's great. You, some people might find other nutrition apps better than ours. Yeah, because it suit their needs better. Um, my fitness power will give you way more data than we're going to give you. I think yeah. ours is going to be the simplest and easiest. Yeah, but some people might want more data, and they might you know want to know what their iron levels and all that sort of stuff or and, and X making sure they're getting X number of grams of protein and yeah. this stuff will build in down the track but mm. for now, um, I definitely think there's going to be uh, yeah, if there, there, there will be a nutrition app that suits everyone. It's just, um, I think, I, I think ours will be yeah the easiest and the simplest. But whether it's what it, if whether simple and easy, what's everyone want is what everyone wants. I'm not sure. Some people might want more data, so 
um, or yeah, just prefer the look or design of others. It's, yeah, uh, that's just that's the reality. Uh, and but that's yeah, the goal. The goal, yeah, is not to get everyone to use mine. It's to get everyone to track their nutrition because I think everyone will be happier and healthier if they mm. do. Hundred percent. But I had to. I had to um, tweak my fitness pal. I did so much preparation work to make sure that my fitness that I was improving the chances that these people would get through um and so I had to like order I had to create save meals um pre-save meals on the database for them so that when they went in there was a meal ready for them so I had to just like customize everything it took hours um so, ma- well, many we'll many do, hours we'll do that for them yeah exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> that's why yeah, so that, that's exactly what you're doing yeah we I and some student nutrition students yeah do that for you all you have to do is just send the photo of the food that's mm. it or yeah. even if you even if you don't take a photo, you forget. You can just send us a little text, uh, not a little text, a little line of text, a little description of what you ate. Yeah, and we'll just estimate as close we can with obviously. Yeah, but um, it doesn't need to be perfect. And mm. if, if you want perfection, I think you will. You probably need to go and and weigh your foods and uh, use my fitness pal um, because I think fitness pal was designed for bodybuilders who I think are perfectionists. Yeah. Deep and so they love that. That's yeah. Why I, yeah, that's why I think, um, yeah, ours is certainly not for perfectionists. Mm. So, um, yeah, it won't be for everyone, but I think, yeah, I think it can definitely help some people. Cool. Good stuff, mate. Good chat. Yeah, likewise, mate. That's no, good, good um, to chat. Let's do we'll, it again soon. Yeah, yeah, we'll catch up again. Let me know. When you're in Sydney, just drop him. We'll have a coffee or something. You can see the new studio. Yeah, um, no, absolutely, mate. We won't be up till Joey just before Christmas. Okay. But, uh, okay. We'll definitely not. Yeah, jump in. around. You gonna watch much of the Rugby World Cup? Uh mate, I'm fucking like, uh, I'm excited. Actually, I didn't even realise it, and I've been. I've all I've been doing is like doing working on the gym and working out myself i'm like oh no something to do something to get fucking excited about so i'm um, yeah i'm gonna get into it watch some watch oh, some mate, games really awesome. yeah with the time as well like the time zones it's that's i've rusted myself on at the pub when any of the big games are on so i'll so just sitting at home and watching it go down watch it at the pub and missus can't get angry at me hey, yeah, where are you working it's important yeah, it's a big game i'm working I'm, I'm getting paid to watch footy, so I'll take I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, and it's it's going to be because it's such a close World Cup. Um, yeah. Like it's an open World Cup where so many teams could win it. Um, once what do you reckon? Uh, I think England. Why? England. Uh, Eddie Jones. Is their pool good? Who are they? What are they? Um... Oh, they, yeah, they got France and Argentina in their pool, but yeah, um, I think they'll top it. And I think I think it'll be whoever wins out. I think South Africa will get to the final on one side of the draw. Yeah. And then I think it'll be England and I think England and South Africa. England and New Zealand will play. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I think the winner, whoever wins that one, I think definitely who wins out of that England and New Zealand semi will win it. Yeah. Um, but you can't write off the All Blacks via England or New Zealand. And um, I think South Africa will be good. Ireland will be good. Yeah. Uh, and Australia um, can could definitely surprise. So, yeah. 
it's going to be awesome. Uh, Go plenty of good teams, yeah. Machine that Canberra is still buzzing after their win last weekend against Melbourne. So, um, yeah, it's going to be. We're going to be they, they're hosting a preliminary final next Friday here at Canberra Stadium, so they're expecting the stadium record to get broken. Wow. Uh, so Mate, yeah. Canberra's a place to be. Apparently. Uh, moment, and because yeah. GWS is like our sort of AFL team. Yeah. A few games down. So they're in the preliminary final tomorrow night. Uh, so, yeah, and then we're Raiders. Raiders have got the week off because they won last week. So mm. it's all happening. Yeah. It's all happening. Uh, that's good. So anything other than politicians sitting. It's, uh, <laughs> that's Pol- politics and sport. What a place. What a place. It's good. All right, mate. <laughs> All right. Take care, dude. I'll speak to you later. See you, mate. Bye. Bye. Bye.